0: Spirit. We do not take your presence for granted. We have an encounter today with you in the name of Jesus. Come on church put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You may have your seat in God's presence. Someone say God is calling. Today. In the ministry this season, we are celebrating 30 years of um, Dr. K's call to the ministry. Glory to God. It's a good... Yeah. So because one man had the call of God, because one man obeyed the call of God, a lot of us are finding expression today. There's a video I'm supposed to show, but we can play that at the end of the service. So I want to talk today, this morning, I've titled it God Calling. Someone say God Calling. Have just a very few, just 15 minutes or so. God help me. So the call of God is not a spec is not to a specific individual, but to all of us. Someone might say, "Oh, I do not have a call." When we talk about the call of God, um, it's not a call to ministry. When we say you have a call of God on your life, every one of us have a call of God on our life. God has called us. He has called us. So the call of God is not only to ministry, but it's to purpose. It is a call to the life in Christ Jesus. It is a call for expressions in the supernatural. A call for all to embrace the life that Christ died for us to have. So that call covers all aspects of our life. It covers business, covers career, covers ministry, covers family. So the death of Christ signifies, signifies a call from God. So had he not died, there would not have been a call. If Christ had not died, there wouldn't have been a call. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 18. Say, so now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So all things are of God who has reconciled us. So that reconciliation is saying, Come. And he's doing that through who? Through Jesus Christ and then in doing so he has given to you and I the ministry of reconciliation he has given to you and I the job the work to reconcile the world to himself that is verse 19 that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself so this is the pattern God was in Christ Jesus the reconciliation reconciling the world telling the world that look God is no longer angry with you okay so be reconciled to him not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation verse 20 now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us we implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God so God has gone in in Christ Jesus and reconcile the world and told the world that, hey, you know what? Uh, God is no longer angry with you. Your sins are forgiven. He's not imputing the trespasses on you again. So everybody, hey, come back to God. He's not angry anymore. There's no fire and brainstorm that's going to hit anybody from anywhere. You can't just fall and die and all sorts. So God has reconciled everybody, come. And then he now says that we are now ambassadors for Christ. As though God was still pleading in us the way he did with christ saying to everyone be reconciled to god verse 21 for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him so that's his goal that's his plan so that you and i will become the righteousness of god in him Philippians 3 and verse 7 he said but what things were gained to me these things i've counted loss for christ yet indeed i also count all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness which is from which is from God by faith so he's saying that I recognize that there is a call of God on my life do certain things but I recognize that that call I need to step into it by faith so I recognize that that call is not a call for myself it is through Christ that I'm going to achieve the things that I want to achieve someone said there's a call of God on me he said that I may know him verse 10 and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death if by any means i may attain to the resurrection from the dead not that i have already attained i'm already perfected but i press on that i may lay hold on that for which christ has also laid hold of me so he's saying that christ laid hold on me for something so my work my pressing in Is so that I can fulfill the reason he laid hold on me. So I can fulfill the reason I've been reconciled to God. So that there will be purpose and meaning to my existence. So that I will not just be living here on earth. Maybe I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, whatever it is I'm doing. It's with purpose. So that purpose is inside Christ. Is someone hearing me? alright so that purpose is inside Christ so when we say that God is calling you what we're saying is that he's not just calling you to say hey when 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 I respond to the call of God that means I'm gonna stop everything and then I'm gonna go uh, into the ministry or something no right there where you are in your business in your career whatever it is there is a call of God on you to do what to express Christ Glory to God. Look at what Paul said. He said, verse 13, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. A lot of times people people say things like, Oh, when I was in the world, things were okay. But the moment I gave my life to Christ, it's as if all the bad things started happening to me. But Bible calls it that the call of God is an upward call. Someone say upward. So we go up all the time. When we respond to the call, we go up. Yes, it may when you respond to the call of God to do certain things, it may not look like it at the beginning. But when God calls you, you do well to obey. Okay? Because at the end of the day, you are better off for it. I've given us an example here many times. When when we came into the city, I came first in 2017, no, no man, nothing, just knew my God. And then I came into the city and um, that was the first time in Podakot, no, nobody, nothing. I pastored a church on NTA road for my for my general Vasia, one of his sons, pastored there for about uh, two months or, or three months because the pastor had to travel to South Africa for some mission work and all that. So... Uh, my pastor said, okay, when you come into Port Arquette, go to NTA there's this church there. I want you to pastor that church for like two or three months. So I did that and all that. And then after about that time, uh, my general overseer called Dr. K and said, you know what, we're King's Word in Port Arquette. Okay, Okay, um, I've never planted a church before. I've only planted fellowships on campus and all those things. You know, Those ones are different. You already have the people on campus. They're not going anywhere for the semester. So you can encourage all of them to join the fellowship, you know. But this time around it, it, it was different. So what what I do? I had to go to God and say, God, you had a plan from the beginning, from the foundation of the world. What do you want this church to be like? How do you want it to be? So we started praying for about uh, about a year or so. Myself, call a few other people who gathered together, we'll pray in my house for one year. Someone say one year. If God had told me that you will pray for one year, I probably would not have listened. So sometimes. The things, when when God calls you to certain things, he may not give you the full picture. But you will go through something. But you have a guarantee that whatever you go through, you win. It's an upward call. If you are settled in your heart and you know that this call is an upward call, whatever you go through, you are not shaken. You are not disturbed. Why? Because you know that at the end of the day, you are coming out on top glory to God. So that's what Paul is was, Paul was saying. He said, I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So how do I hear the call? How do I hear the call? Hebrews 4 verse 1. It says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the was preached to us as well as to them but the word which they heard did not profit them not being mixed with faith in those who heard it so God is calling you in certain things but you are not mixing it with faith so you are not listening to the call so you are hearing his voice but you are saying to yourself if I permutate and combine it and I plot the graph like this it will end up like this but he is saying "No, no 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 what I just want you to do is come forward one step at a time because when you put all the permutations and combinations they may not add up all right we say one plus one is two but when God does the math it may not be two so you have to take it by faith all right so how do I hear the call you hear the call by faith verse three in Hebrews chapter four it says for we who have believed do not enter that rest as he has said so I swore in my rod. They shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his work. And again in that place, they shall not enter my rest. So since therefore it remains that some must enter in. I say it's an upward call. So there is a rest already. So be rest assured that there is a rest in the call. Glory to God. From verse, um, put up verse 11 to 16. I'm trying to rush. Um, Hebrews Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. 11. It said, for both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all one. Am I? No, sorry. That's wrong. Fall, okay let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any church word piercing even to the no when it, when it, when when scripture is talking like this talking about rest and that we're supposed to enter into rest and the next thing he says is that the word of god is quick is sharp is powerful what is he it saying he's saying that look the way to enter that rest is the word of god Look at, look at, go down, verse 13. It said, And there is no preacher hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Jesus, still there. Still the upward call through Christ. Say, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness but was in all points tempted as we are yet we are without sin. So what happens? We come boldly because of that. We come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Glory to God. So how do I, that's how to um, hear the call. Alright, so how do I respond to the call? When I've heard the call, how do I respond to the call? Because the baby's distracting me. How do I respond to the call? Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. He said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. How do I respond to the call? When I hear the call, how do I respond? It says, must believe that, those, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then the next verse it says by faith noah so noah had the call but he responded by faith but he did something so by faith noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen moved with godly fear some people say when you're afraid of something you don't do it but i tell you you do it afraid all right, you do it afraid fear has not stopped anybody from doing anything say, why uh, Pastor? I have not done that thing because I am afraid do it afraid I have preached afraid before I have gone into business afraid before I have done many things afraid before fear doesn't stop anything you do it afraid you are the only one that knows you are afraid if I stand here and I am talking you don't know whether I am shaking or nothing but I am talking you don't know if inside of me I am scared I don't know what to say but I am still talking So when you hear the call of God, and you say, I'm scared of tomorrow, do it afraid. Alright, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So all these things were leading to that righteousness that was from the beginning, that scripture was saying that he he, he's giving us his righteousness and taking away our own self righteousness all right so everything is dealing to it so how do i relate to the call how do you hear the call how do you respond to the call how do you relate to the call hebrews 1 god from verse 1 who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophet has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed pointed hair of all things through whom also he made the world who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself poured just since sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high how do I relate to the call sometimes people say that how do I know God is talking to me and I give the example my my daughter or oh my, my son is playing and then there's a fire right there and I want to stop him from touching the fire. Will I say, Jesse, the fire is there. It will burn you. Really? Really? You lose all your tushness. Fire, 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 fire. It's your responsibility as a father, as a parent, to ensure that the child hears you. The way God will speak to me is not the way He will speak to you. So many a times people are looking for the voice of God in thunder, in, uh, you know, my son, my son, my son, my son. Who's which father talks to your father at home wants to call you? Daniel. (sighs) Will you not go to your dad and say, Daddy, are you okay? Okay, mommy, you want to call Cola? You're in the room. Say, Cola. I mean, but even if she says, Cola, in the midst of all these voices, if he hears her voice, ah, mommy, check with me. Right? Why? Because over time, you've heard that voice so much that it's now distinct. So if there are many mothers here, and a, a, one mother calls the name of her child, that child will go to that particular mother. Over time, they been that bond. So many times, we rush to want to hear my father, my father, my son, my son, and not pay attention to the bond that God is asking. Because at certain times, he may just whisper. But because you have that bond, you know he's God talking to you. At certain times, he may scream. But because you have that bond, you know he's God talking to you. How do you relate to the call? So God who has in diverse times, spoke to us through the prophets. He says now, he's speaking to us through his son, Jesus Christ. If we have not learned the voice of Jesus, how would we know that he's the one speaking? Who'll be looking for the prophets and Elijah and Moses and all those people. But now it's through Jesus Christ. It's through Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that He is, is a much is much better than the angels. And He has given Him a more excellent name. Someone said there's a call of God on my life. That call of God is to demonstrate Christ, it's to share that life of Christ to a dying world to be the light in the midst of darkness that's the call of god wherever you find yourself know that there's a call of god on me to demonstrate christ to share light to be a blessing to other people to to give hope to people anyone that comes in contact with you and talks to you should leave that place feeling good about themselves feeling good about themselves why because they've encountered light Matthew 5 13 says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its flavor how shall it be seasoned it is then good for nothing but is thrown out and trampled underfoot by men says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden cannot be hidden so we see a man 30 years ago had the call of God and said raise me a supernatural army and then ran with that call through the nations of the world 30 years ago, it didn't look like it. It didn't look like it. Many of us are struggling with the call of God to do certain things. When you think beyond yourself and think about the generation that is ahead of you, think beyond yourself and think about the people that will be blessed from the call that you will obey. Yes, maybe you're afraid, oh, the things I will go through and all that. It's okay. You will go through, but it's an upward call. So imagine if 30 years ago Dr. K didn't respond to that call. And I'm telling you that there were more people in that time. There were more, there were, there were more other virgins in the land when the angel came to Mary. Am I correct? There were, there were other virgins in the land. Right? Mary was not the only one. So I want to believe that at one point in time the angel went to one other virgin and said, um, you will have a child. Say, hey, alpha, it can't. And they went to another virgin and said, You will have a child. And I said, Ah, no, no, not me. But went to this one. Why did they use the word that thou art favored and blessed amongst others? It, I want to believe that that's not the first person that the angel came to. But Mary was the one that received the word. And said, be it unto me according to your word. I may not look like it. I may not know how it's going to turn out. But because I received that call, let it be unto me according to our fear as you have said. So if God has said anything about you. All you need to do is receive it. You don't know what's gonna happen 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and the preparation phase and the generation and the people that will come together. Imagine okay, people are giving testimony and say, Ah, I want to thank Pastor, I want to thank Pastor. Just imagine. And God said, You're going to Padakot. And I say, Ha, ah, that place that they are kidnapping people from the airport straight away. As you're coming down from the plane, they just take you inside. That's that's what we thought. When I said I was coming to Padakot, some people said, Eh, ah, no, as you're coming down from the plane, they just kidnap you. I say, How? I don't know if people living there. You know, all sorts. But I thought about something. There's a generation. There is you. There is you. There is you. That the expression of grace that I'm carrying will be a blessing to you. And I'm looking and saying, it's beyond me. If they want to kidnap me, they don't kidnap me. I'll preach to the kidnappers. And we we'll the story from there. And whatever happens, it's not about my life anymore. That's what Paul was saying. It's no longer I, but it's Christ that lives in me. So the moment you you embrace that and take that as your life, life will have meaning. You will not disturb yourself about what you have, what you don't have. Those things don't matter. What you what you want to get, what you don't want to get, it don't matter. What happens at the end of the day is that you find that your life is moving forward. Things you the houses you did not labor for. You land you did. It will just come your way why because you are embracing a call that is higher than you it's now about purpose and god throws resources along the way of those who are walking in his purpose prince come here i see he anointed on you come god throws resources draws resources on you why to fulfill his purpose to fulfill his purpose that's what he does so at the end of the day you are walking in line with the plan of god walking in line with that plan and that call means that God backs you up and supports you whatever happens so think about a generation think about posterity think about people beyond you not even your life at all your life should not matter what should matter is what Christ has come to do reconcile the world to him so how am I playing a part in that reconciliation in business in career in ministry whatever it is you don't have to stand at the pulpit no You might be going somewhere and God has anointed you for that and graced you for that. That in all your travels and all your journey, you will be a blessing to someone. Hallelujah. Someone say, I embrace the call. Stand to your feet say, I embrace the call. Say, the call of God is on me. In the name of Jesus, I embrace the call. I have faith to walk the plan of God for my life. In the name of Jesus, lift your hands to heaven. God is calling us to different things and many things just like a teenager had the call of God I think Dr. K was about 17 or 18 or so when he had the call of God and then he ran with that call I gave my life to Christ when I was about uh, in 1993 I think I was in my GS or something like that I've shared the story here before and from that time till now Paul has driven me and driven me and driven me into many things. In many things, in many things, there is a call of God on your life be it ministry, be it career, business, whatever it is. Let Christ find expression, let it reconcile men to Him. Let people be grateful that you are around not that you may you may just be there but you're on ground but you are not present. Let people be grateful to God about you. Encounter people when God brings people your way. Let them leave and say thank God I met you. That's an expression of the call. Lift your hands to heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.